Wiggins on the far wing. Wiggins back to Draymond. He'll take a three straight on. Around and down for Draymond Green. Who has found confidence on the offensive end. That's the most common place he knew when he practices threes. It's right up top. See who we get for our post-game guest. We're going to get Draymond Green here. Going to put the headset on for us. Michael Ravina is not only doubling as our our podcast producer, but he also is now working as a radio producer. Draymond, can you hear us? Yes. Uh, Draymond, first of all, uh, congratulations on the win. You know, you, you know, every team in this league's got something to play for, and a lot of young guys playing for their basketball lives on the other side. What was it like for you? Uh, I mean. You know, it was a rough start for us. Um, you know, we knew they would come out and play hard. They're 0-3. This is an organization that has a lot of pride, never going to quit. Um, you know, and they got the best of us that first half. I think we came out the second half, started getting stops, flying around on the defensive end. And, you know, we was able to take control of the game. But, you know, they played us tough. So I have to ask you this question. Did you order another bottle of wine last night? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, Tim. I, I just had to ask. I was curious. I like wine. I understand. He knows I like wine. Uh, so as, the, uh, as, as you look at the Warrior squad right now, and it seems like they're getting back to strength in numbers, and you see a guy like Damian Lee tonight. I mean, it's four games in a row he's played really, really well. You know, I know you get excited for your teammates. What's, what's that like? He's playing incredible. Uh, he's been an incredible spark off the bench. He's brought consistent scoring. I'm pretty sure he's been in double figures all year. Um, so, you know, that's good for us. We obviously need guys to step up uh, that are coming off the bench. That's one of the areas we wanted to improve in. And, you know, three, four games, they're showing that. And, you know, it's great to see a guy like D. Lee, um, you know, get, getting his, his fair share because he's, he's earned it. He's worked his ass off. And, you know, he's getting his due. So it's great to see. Draymond, I, I like what you guys did in the second half, but especially what you did. You got more aggressive, and, you know, after halftime, and they're, they're shooting at, at, at 50% basically, um, you guys kind of just let them get what they wanted, and all of a sudden the defense picked up. You started pressing, pressing on the ball, not let them get easy passes. You fought for the rebounds, and uh, your rebounding in the second half was phenomenal. You got aggressive. You, got, you didn't mind getting fouls on you, but uh, – I thought you changed the game physically when you were on the floor there, particularly uh, the start early part of that third fourth quarter. I knew that would fall on me. Um, I, at some point, we needed to set a tone. Uh, they had controlled that the entire game from the from the beginning. Uh, you know, they had taken it to us, and that's my job. So I uh, wanted to pick it up and get more aggressive, fly around more, uh, you know, fix our defense. It wasn't great for the first 30 minutes of the game. So we needed to fix that in order to win, and, you know, I wanted to – try to push that and be that spark. When you're looking for points, uh, it's the second game in a row where Stephen Curry did not score in the fourth quarter, ironically. I think he only took one shot. But uh, you found other runs tonight, and it, this is a team that's deep. You've got bench players. I thought it was big when Otto Porter hits a couple of threes from the corner, and obviously Damon Lee had his best offensive night of the young season. Oh, uh, he did. Um, you know, even when Steph isn't scoring, um, you know, he's drawing all the attention. He's getting guys uh-huh. open looks. Um, you know, so as much as we love when he scores and as much as we need him to score, um, you know, when he's drawing that type of attention, you know, it makes it a lot easier for other guys to get good looks. And, and Wiggs was also extremely aggressive during that fourth quarter. And, you know, we went to him in the post. He drove some closeouts. Uh, got downhill, uh, had some kickouts with some threes. So, 
Uh, Wiggs really dominated that four quarters for us offensively, and we need that from him at times. Eight points, eight assists, nine rebounds, three steals, and a block shot. That is a night of work, sir. Thank you. Congratulations on that. Thanks a lot. We continue on the post-game show. Tim Roy and Jim Barnett. Warriors started slow in this game. In fact, they managed only a total of 48 points at halftime, but they rallied with a 33-17 third quarter, got th some things going, took the lead late in the third, couple of huge threes from Otto Porter Jr., and uh, they end up winning the contest by 8, 106-98 over a very stubborn and capable Oklahoma City squad. They have uh, a lot of young talent on this team, and, and the team to watch to see how they progress over the course of the year. But, uh, Jim, for the Warriors, part of the equation, uh, Steph Curry only got up 14 shots in this game. Yep. But uh, Andrew Wiggins, Damian Lee really came through when, when they, they needed them to. Uh, they he certainly did there. I, I thought Damian, this is the best game by far, and he hit clutch shots for them. And uh, also, do not forget Otto Porter Jr. Those two, the, when the game was still on the line, those two threes he made from the corner really put them over the top there. But the Warriors were lackadaisical, both offensively and defensively in the first half. It's as simple as that. But in the second half, when their defense picked up and that kind of intensity, and, and they held them 30% shooting in the second half from the field and from three-point range as well, by the way, 30% uh, there, 5 of 18. The Warriors then, their offense came together, and they just blitzed them 58 to 39 in that second half, and that's the way it was. So the great defense led to their offense, and they won going away, and they finally uh, rose to the occasion. You know, Jim, it's interesting to um, to to see how this Warrior team is playing out, and they're, they're doing it really the way Steve Kerr loves to do it, strength in numbers. I mean, Moses yep. Moody got in for 46 seconds. But before that, even Chris Chioza got in tonight, played four minutes of meaningful basketball, and, you know, at a point where the Warriors need him to, and he was a plus five in those four minutes. He yep. was part of the, the comeback. So it was Juan Descano-Anderson, who, again, always double digits and plus. I don't know how he does it, but he was a plus 13 tonight. And so on a night where, you know, Jordan Poole really couldn't get his game going, uh, you know, the, the Warriors looked elsewhere for points, and they, they got them tonight from um, from from Damian Lee and also yep. from uh, other players up and down the roster, including Andrew Wiggins, who really was hit some really tough baskets. So I, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by this because, again, they didn't play well, but they won the game. Yes, yes, and they did not play well and, and, and did not take care of the ball against the uh, L.A. Clippers, but they won the game. Right. And so I love – uh, winning games. Now, tonight they deserve the win because they did everything they needed to coming down the line in the stretch. Uh, but I still, it's a sign of a good team when they can win games that maybe they shouldn't have won. And they've got something going right here. I, as I said before, and I think I told you this last night, they're, they're a sleeper. People, they're under the radar. And I like that. And what they have coming up now, we're gonna. this is a real going to be a telling point. You've got eight straight games at home coming up. This is unusual. It's a, uh, I think it's tied for the longest streak in the history of the Warriors, having eight straight games at home. And, you know, it's not the toughest schedule, by the way. I mean, you've got some tough teams in there, but by, by and large, it's not that tough of a schedule. So let's see what they can do and take advantage of that. You can't go to sleep on it. Upcoming broadcast brought to you by Ticketmaster, and those games start on Thursday night, Jim. Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant come to town, 6.30 with the airtime, yep. 7 o'clock with the tip, and then Saturday, Oklahoma City will get a rematch with the Thunder, 5 o'clock airtime, 5.30 with the tip, and then next Wednesday, the Charlotte Hornets come to town. That's another team that has a lot of young talent, 6.30 with the airtime, 7 o'clock with the tip. So it's, it's going to be an interesting uh, 
homestand, but as you say, a lot of winnable games there, and yes. the Warriors should have a very successful homestand. You could just never take for granted that you're going to beat a team that's inferior. And that's why you have to come and play the game. And the Warriors got the wake-up call, and they did it in the final analysis. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 30 points, very efficient, 11 for 19 shooting. Uh, I really like Josh Giddy. He didn't shoot well tonight, 3 of 10, but he had nine rebounds, four assists uh, for the Thunder with a block and a steal. A 12 for Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who looks like he has a good stroke, and 11 for Lou Dort. Again, didn't shoot it well, 4 of 13, but has a very, very high motor. JB, thank you so much. I enjoyed it, Tim, and I'll uh, see you on the plane.